Hi, this is Bob, and today I have an interview with Motive Black. Motive Black is from L.A. This is an amazing project of vocalist Elena Justin. This highly anticipated album is sure to take the rock and metal scene by storm. Just listen to Broken and Lift Me Up. This album will deliver, and here is my interview with Elena. Hello. Hi, how are you? Can you hear me? I can hear you great. How great. are you today? I'm good. How are you doing? Doing great. I wanted to thank you for taking time to speak with me today. Oh, of course. My pleasure. Um, my first question I wanted to ask is, Motive Black a uh, project or is this a band effort? Um, it All the songs were written by me and my producer, so it's a project project. Um, and then the band is just a bunch of people I've met in L.A. since I since I got here. And how was the journey in the making of the album? Um, it was it was actually pretty cool, uh, especially the second half of the album, because we got to record a bunch in Joshua Tree, which was a really cool vibe. Um, the songs all evolved pretty differently, like sometimes I'd come up with an idea. Sometimes Nick and I would be just like messing around in the studio. It was all really organic and it was a really cool experience because I had only ever written with bands before. I'd never just written with a producer. So it was really different and I really appreciate both ways of writing. And I wanted to ask you um, about the song Lift Me Up. I got to hear it and uh, the song literally gave me goosebumps. And I don't. Oh, that makes me so happy. <laughs> um, how was it like working with Carla? It was really awesome. Um, I've been a fan of hers for a while. And um, uh, my song was played for her. We were looking for someone to add to the track and she heard it. Into it. We didn't get to meet because of COVID. So she recorded um, her verse in Chicago and I'm here in LA. So the first time we met was actually on set for the music video and it was awesome. She was like such a pleasure to work with. She's such like a badass you know, empowered female musician. And it was, it was great. And I wanted to know, is it safe to say that the rest of the album is in the same vein as the uh, song Lift Me Up? Yeah. Um, Lift Me Up is a pretty good representation of, of the rest of the album. I mean, some of the songs are a bit heavier and some, some don't go as heavy, but um, yeah, it's a pretty good representation of what to expect for the rest of the album. And I want to also ask, is there a ballad as well on the album? There is, and I'm really excited about it. I'm not sure. Um, we haven't decided on which will be the next single yet, but there's a song on it that actually the whole album is named after. And I'm, I'm, ho I'm pushing for that one, but we'll see. But it's, it's um, a really personal song, and it's, it, it would be great. To, I, I can't wait to put it out. It's my favorite song on the album. And I wanted to ask you as well, um, as far as uh, your musical journey, when did you know that this is what you wanted to do? Um, my dad had a nightclub growing up in Manhattan on 30th Street, and he would let me come sometimes and like, you know, sneak behind the bar and hang out when I was a little kid. And they had the singer songwriter night on Thursdays. And that was the first time I saw just people get up on stage and just like, 
create sort of like to show what they've created. And I was so impressed by it. It left such an impression. And I just sort of followed, followed that feeling I had towards, towards that kind of music. I, I went a bunch of different routes. I did um, theater for a while. I always went back and forth with singing rock music, but I think that was really like what started it. Seeing these like women get on stage with their guitars and just like bearing their souls. It was so cool. And speaking of, uh, your rock background, what are some artists that influenced you? Um, I'm really, I mean, I have a lot of influences. This album, I think, like I was listening to uh, Lizzie Hale in a perfect circle, but my biggest influences are probably like Alanis Morissette, uh, Chris Cornell. I loved System of a Down growing up. Um, yeah, I just, I, I think... Um, Alanis Morissette and Chris Cornell are, are such incredible lyricists and such great singers. I also really, I went through a big hole phase when I was younger. So I, I definitely liked that like grungy post grunge stuff. And then, you know, the new metal of like the early 2000s. And uh, what led to your move to California? Uh, I had a band in New York and we kind of, you know, we played um, a lot on the Lower East Side. And we got this opportunity to do um, Shira Girl stage at Warp Tour, which is like a, a stage that's all female bands. And so I came out here and I had a great time. We did three shows and I reached out to a couple of producers I'd wanted to work with. And I just decided it was, you know, time for a change and a, a great place to be. And it was super, the music community super welcoming here, which was nice. And I wanted to also ask you, um, is there a release date for the album? Not yeah. yet. It's, I think it's, it's going to be in probably about like four months. I think we're going to do one more single first, but I can't wait to get it out. It's been so long because I wrote, you know, half of it before COVID and the second half during COVID. So it's just like, I just, I want to send it out into the universe already. Oh, I bet. Uh, broken was in 2021, correct? Mm-hmm. Mm, no, we actually originally released it uh, at the end of 2020, I think. Yeah. Wow. Yep. And then I got uh, signed after we released that song, and then we re-released it. Um, but yeah, that, that was, it, it's pretty interesting because COVID really paused everything for a while. So I think I was worried that the album wouldn't like gel well together because, you know, you're in a different place mentally while you're writing and sort of can't control sometimes what comes out of you, but it ended up, I, I think it is cohesive and really it, it's like a journey and it's exciting. Sure, and I bet the weight just had to be grinding oh for my, you. Yeah. <laughs> it's killing me, it's killing me. Because you lose your steam, you get so excited, you put a song out, you're ready to like go out and play and then nothing, you know, nothing for a while. The world shuts down, I'm sure like, People like, I mean, all people felt this way, but it's just so constricting and so it just takes the wind out of your sails, you know? Sure. And speaking of uh, band format, will you take the take to the road? Uh, we're hoping in late August, early September. That'd be great. And, uh, Will you pretty much uh, stay to the States or are you looking to go uh, abroad with it? 
I want to go wherever will have me. I'm so itching to perform these songs live and, and just connect with audiences. So I know we're going to go as, as far as, as we can. That's great. And uh, I wanted to ask you if you could go through your journey as a musician, what would you say your proudest moment has been? Um, probably my proudest moment would probably be, I think actually hearing the masters for this album was one of my proudest moments. Cause I really like, I came here, I had to build, I came here to LA. I had to build a new community, meet all new musicians, kind of redefine the music I was doing and to see like hear like a culmination of that was just really like exciting. And I felt really proud that I sort of, I did it on my own, you know? Absolutely. And also, what is uh, the best advice you've been given along your journey? That I cannot control the way other people feel about me. So just do you. I think that's great advice. I think uh, sometimes fans get lost in trying to uh, make changes to please others. And uh, at the end of the day, no matter what you play, there's someone out there that'll like what you're doing. Yeah, and you know, you're always gonna do the true version of yourself the best. It's gonna be the best version of you because it's what you are, you know? It makes you an individual, whether there are things you like or dislike about yourself. If you're pretending to be something you're not or worried all the time, then you're just not, you're not authentic and you're not living up to your potential because you're so closed off. And as far as the album title, um, what is the album title? It's called Auburn. And I also wanted to ask you, uh, are there any uh, special, is there any special training that you've had in vocals? Yes. Um, I, when I was really young, um, I met this woman, Melissa Cross, and she is like um, pretty well known. Uh, she teaches, like she works on people's screams, um, She's amazing. And she really like, she's more like an aunt than a vocal teacher. I mean, I've known her since I was a little kid till now, mm -hmm. uh, but she really taught me that you don't have to sing pretty. You can sing emotively and healthily. And I, you know, when I didn't fit into the stereotypical like pop or, or like I didn't connect with kids my age about what music they were into. She really opened my eyes up to the rock world. And I realized I could make those sounds. And that was really, she was really instrumental. She has a DVD called The Zen of Screaming that a lot of uh, rock singers use. Oh, okay. And I also wanted to ask you, um, as far as the studios involved, um, did you work with various musicians or did was there a set group? No, uh, we actually have, uh, so Nick Rowe, the producer, played on a bunch of the songs, but then we also have Ray Luzier and um, Marcus Curiel on a, on a few tracks. Ray's on like five tracks. His drumming really like, it's just those songs have so much um because he's such a incredible drummer. Most of the album though was recorded in my producer's uh, little back house. So I'm like screaming these songs like six inches from him. Or he has, a, uh, he has a little place in uh, Joshua Tree, also a little back house. <laughs> I think the only day we had like a cool, like a really beautiful studio was um, the drum days when we had Ray come in.
Yeah, it seems like he has a, um, just from listening to the track Lift Me Up, it seems like he has a uh, big snare, big kick style. Mm -hmm. And uh, I wanted to ask you, you said there's a video coming um, before the album. I wanted to know uh, what else can fans look for um, from Motive Black before the album, anything else? Yeah, I think I think we're going to drop one more single um, and maybe do uh, more of an acoustic version of Lift Me Up. So we're going to work on that. Um, just as you know, mix it up, do something interesting. But yeah, I, I'm super excited for everyone to hear the rest of the songs. I, I feel like each song I feel is super like I feel a, a, such a connection to and I'm I'm nervous, but also ready for people ready to, to hear it. <laughs> Well, if it's anything like Lift Me Up, it's going to be an amazing album. Yeah, I'm super stoked. Yeah, I, I'm actually super stoked about it, too, because the last time I had a song Give Me Goosebumps like that was listening to Photograph by Def Leppard when it came out. Oh, shit, that's awesome. <laughs> and I wanted to ask you, as well, if you could give a message to your fans, what would that message be? I mean, I think it would go in back into just being authentically yourself and just not giving a shit what other people think of you. Um, I think I went through a lot of big changes right before I started writing this album. And uh, I really had to like go inward and and realize who I am and live authentically. And I think that that's just so important. Like no one's going to like everything. It's it's about you supporting yourself because at the end of the day, all you have is yourself. I'd like to thank you for listening to today's podcast. You can sponsor the podcast. Just click that button and you can be a member of the family. And remember, come see me for a fix.